The following podcast includes some heavy themes and language. Listener discretion is advised. If you need support right now, you can call Beyond Blue on 1300 224636, the Kids Helpline on 1800 551800, or Lifeline on 13 11 14. You're listening to Our Voices, a podcast series from the Voices for Change, Self-Advocacy Group and RMIT University's Centre for Innovative Justice. Uh, mine's, mine's Graham. Um, I'm 53 this year and um, here I am. Graham is a member of the Voices for Change Self-Advocacy Group. Well, all my life I've been with uh, Justice. Um, since I was 10, I was um, uh, an adoption and I was, uh, I'd uh, try and take anything that I could when I was a little kid and I did it most of my life. Um, in Queensland, in the 80s, um, I was at uh, Bogger Road, but it was just Bogger for me and it was my home. Graham sustained his acquired brain injury from a violent assault in the community in 2011. I had a mental health when I was a little kid, and I've I've had it all my all my life, but I never thought too much about it. Um, my ABI, I was in a coma. Um, 2011, I was with Talbot, um, with the ABI people. I didn't know anything about an ABI at all until I uh, went to coma. I get coma because of my friends bash me and um, I can't say anything about that day because I can't remember it at all. But it was um, an ABI person that had something with their brain. I, I never knew that. I really didn't know at all. For for me, for prison, was my home. I had a job, a good job, every time I've been in jail. Um, I never uh, even let people know too much about my ABI at all. Jail was my, that was my place. And when I come out of jail, it's a holiday. And then I go back to jail. Um, in the last five times that I was saying before, I had to get away from criminals, police, lawyers, uh, the justice system, prisons, whatever, whatever the prison is. I have to get away from it and change my life because if I don't, I'd kill myself or kill somebody else. And that's what I had to do. My ABI, I I never knew that an ABI was was an ABI. I never really thought about it because I was getting out of jail doing the same stupid stuff that I did the next time. But in the last, geez, Five or six years now, I changed myself. 
one day I come out of um, prison and um, I stopped myself. No alcohol, stopped drinking with uh, greens, changed every people away from me, took myself away from people that I shouldn't have even had in my life. And um, then I started to understand what an ABI is. The decision to become a self-advocate was difficult for Graham. Like many people living in prison, Graham experienced periods of loneliness. Social isolation can be common for people with disability in prison, particularly people in custody with communication difficulties. Limited access to NDIS services, communication support and appropriate adjustments for people with disability inside prison can create barriers to participation in prison life, including pre- and post-release rehabilitation programs. This prolonged social isolation can lead to experiences of loneliness. Loneliness. Loneliness is something that a person doesn't know. When the person does know, they know what loneliness is. Um, I've been by myself for a long, long, long time, even in jail. Um, I turn myself around every day because that, 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 that's me. And here I am with the uh, voice of justice. That changed my loneliness. I can actually go to a group now, have a smoke each other, have a coffee and talk about things. Um, that's something that I've never done for a long, long, long time. Uh, when I first come to the uh, voice of justice, didn't want to do it at all. I've been in a... Um, uh, not a voice of justice, but a, a justice thing in the 80s in jail. Um, for me to, to, to do it now, and I had uh, my graduation, that just blew me out. I've never had anything like that before. I've never had um, a group of people to talk about things of ourselves and um, justice things and everything else. But um, uh, look, I've, I think it was five months before Christmas the graduation was on and uh, that, was, that was fantastic. <laughs> I kept doing it. I, I, I wasn't going to keep doing it um, for the first two weeks. I thought, no, nah, this is not, not for me, blah, blah, blah. And um, uh, here I am. I'm... Uh, over Christmas, over uh, graduation, and uh, here I am, I'm still going, you know. So, yeah, that was good for me. But um, this one's grouse, and I'm going to keep doing it, mate. If I can help somebody, just one person, I'll be happy with that. Compounding Graham's feelings of loneliness was the lack of pathways for people with disability and criminal records into meaningful employment in the community. For many people leaving prison... A criminal record can act as an indefinite sentence, impacting them long after they have served their time. Criminal records can impact access to housing, eligibility for some therapeutic programs, access to employment, loans and insurance. Wurundjeri's Criminal Records Project has more information on the impact of criminal history, including fact sheets for employers and job seekers, available on their website, W-O-O-R. 
dungin.com.au. The last 30 years from jail is gone. For me, jail is gone. It's the 30 years for that. For me, it's not jail. I, I don't need that net. I don't have a home at jail anymore. I have a home in a unit and that's that's my home. Instead of me coming out of jail and thinking, oh yeah, this is this is a couple of months, right? This is me holiday, I'll go home and I'll be alright, because that way I can get free food, I can wash my clothes, I can go and go to footy, I'll get a job. You know what I mean? For me, for jail, jail was was my life. That was, I can go and get a job. I've been with uh, farmies. I've been with uh, gardens. I do roses for people every Saturday from their families. Um, I've been in uh, cooking. I've done bakery. I've done, but for me to come out of jail, how did I get a job outside? I couldn't do it because this is where I come from. People, no. Now, with an ABI, I tried to get there from the Gips to go and help people. Uh, this is about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And um, I told the, the person that um, I'm an ABI. Um, I, I want to come down there and help people and, you know, oh, no, you're an ABI, mate. You can't do that. I said, there's disability people down there doing it. I know that. And they said, no, no, you have an ABI, you can't. To try and get a job from jail, um, I, I couldn't do it because people didn't like me because I'm a, an ABI. I have mental health and I also have uh, from jail. I've never, uh, the only, only uh, work that I've ever done was um, bloody removalist, mate. Uh, international removalist. I never made good money, but I love the job. <laughs> but I'm too old now. I'm 53, mate. I, it's too much for me. Phil Graham, access to secure accommodation and support through the National Disability Insurance Scheme has played a significant role in his new life. The, the NDIS was the best thing for me that the government was saying to me, Graham, you can do this, don't disappear with it. And that's what I'm going to keep doing. This is the fifth year from NDIS for me and I'm going to keep doing it. Give me a place and that's why a bias has helped me. And um, the unit that I am, there's 16 units, there's five of us there that are just ABI people. So here I am in the middle of everyone and... um, that's where uh, uh, a bias helped me. A, a bias has been with me now f- six years, I think, or maybe five. I'm not sure. Yeah, but I've been here a long time with them. But um, there's a few people there that um, I've known a long time ago and I haven't seen them for a long time, you know. It was good. Every now and then we talk to each other, have a coffee or something, and um, that's fine. Um, but 
I, 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 I like myself. It's better than where I used to be. I was an absolute mongrel to myself and to everybody else. But where I am now, that is a hundred times, 150 times better than where I've been before. Voices for Change isn't Graham's first experience of advocating for change in the criminal justice system. In the 1980s, Graham was involved in a prison advocacy group in Queensland. Since that time, there have been a number of royal commissions and inquiries that have recommended reform to improve the welfare of people in custody. Graham wants the Royal Commission into violence, abuse, neglect and exploitation of people with disability to learn the lessons from past inquiries so that in 30 years' time, there isn't a person in Graham's situation repeating the same experiences. Um, that's nothing for me. Um, Bogger's gone. Wakehold's gone. Uh, I think Rocky, half of it's gone. Pantridge is gone. Ron Ron's gone. Morewell's gone. All these things, but they're just putting... More cells, more cells, yeah. more cells. That's right, more and the beds. Court and the coppers are going, oh, no, we'll just put them in the jail and that'll be all right, blah, blah, blah. doesn't work at all. It has to be, politics have to understand with the government, mm. police, mental health people, ABIs and all these type of things People have to stand back, listen to what it is, because they've seen it 30 years ago, and they're going to say the same thing. And I think myself, I'm just saying the same thing that I've done 30 years ago. 30 years ago, yeah. You know? Thank you for listening to Our Voices, a podcast series by the Voices for Change self-advocacy group and the Centre for Innovative Justice at RMIT University. This series has been produced with the support of SIN Media. I'm Michael Harrell-Lambus from the Centre for Innovative Justice. You can learn more about the Centre's work on our website, cij.org.au. This podcast series touches on difficult topics. If you need support right now, you can call Beyond Blue on 1300 224636, the Kids Helpline on one 800 double five one eight hundred or lifeline on thirteen eleven fourteen. In Victoria, if you're experiencing family violence, call Safe Steps on one eight hundred zero one five one double eight or men's line on one three hundred seven eight nine nine seven eight. If you've experienced sexual assault, the sexual assault crisis line is one eight hundred eight zero six two nine two.